What is up, you guys? It's me, Alexandra, and before hopping into the episode, I thought I would just share a couple of really exciting announcements. So first, I'm holding my first live event in Santa Monica, my mediumship gallery, which is pretty much just a group reading. It's a very old school name, will take place on Saturday, June 4th at Mystic Journey Book and Crystal Store on Main Street, Santa Monica from 11.30 a.m to 1 30 p.m and if you're like what the heck and bob is a mediumship gallery what is happening don't worry it is going to be beautiful i will guide you all through a grounding yet uplifting meditation to raise the vibration and connect with spirit then i'll call in our team of light to communicate with all and any beautiful souls that come through so i can pass along any messages of hope, healing, and joy. Tickets will be available on my website through an Eventbrite link. I will put all of that information in the show notes. I also suggest that you subscribe to my newsletter so you can get all information and updates and details about the event and with anything else that has to do with my podcast, with my products, with readings and offers and any other events that are coming your way so I can't wait to see you all there and my second announcement is I am doing my first giveaway I'm very excited so from today to June 13th I am giving away two complimentary readings winner number one will receive a 30 minute reading Winner number two will receive an oracle card reading using doc using oh my god using Dr. Stephen Farmer's legendary Earth Magic and Power Animal card decks. So all you gotta do is just follow my podcast on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, and make sure to screenshot and DM me your review. And if you're feeling extra saucy, uh, you can share your review in your favorite podcast episode on your Instagram. And again, make sure to tag me and I will reveal the lucky winners on June 13th. I am so, so excited, you guys. Thank you so much again for all the support and all the eyes, ears, and souls that come here to listen and to learn and to just be on this crazy journey with me. I'm recording this on on May 11th and literally I am reflecting oh my goodness on like my emotions the last couple days and now after watching like an intuitive coach talk about the how Mercury went into retrograde yesterday I'm like wow now I get why I was just on an emotional roller coaster so guys you are not alone I am here with you and embracing my humanness embracing all that comes up and I hope you do too so anyways Let's get into the episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to Embody Your Soul. This is your host, Alexandra Shelley, also known as BB by many. And here on Embody Your Soul, this is where we get real comfy and we discover how we can tap into our divine self, embody our soul through spiritual connection and best practices. If you are a regular listener, thank you, thank you for coming back and supporting my work. And again, if you are new here, 
thank you for finding me. I'm so, so over the moon that we have found each other. So anyways, I am really looking forward to this topic. It is so crucial to not only just everyday life, honestly, as we know from all the other podcasts that talk about it and all the studies and data that back it up, but really just in your spiritual practice and most certainly in my own, it has been absolutely monumental and life-changing. So how I quiet my mind and what does that really mean? So when we quiet our mind, we allow a plethora of things to take place. We can turn off our thoughts in order to listen. We can sit still so we can be in the seat of receiving. And we can actually begin to intentionally root ourselves into a place of fertile ground that gives us the opportunity to grow. So as someone with ADHD, it's been so difficult to get quiet and for many years, I really didn't understand what it was like to be quiet inside of there. (laughs) But also, I was most certainly, like a lot of people are, really scared about what getting quiet meant and what would happen. But once I learned that getting quiet is not only euphoric, but astronomically healing and now I continue to crave it as a part of my everyday practice and every single way I live, I breathe, I respond, I think and do. So getting quiet is so essential for intentional and really present living and existing because you are listening to your soul and your soul tells you what your needs are mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. You can respond to yourself, to your ego, to your fears, to your doubts with more compassion and you can also begin to respond to others with more compassion. And it's one of, if not the healthiest response to inner turmoil and even to the turmoil, bleh, the turmoil that you face with relationships and situations. So when something happens or someone says something, you can respond not out of an emotionally charged space, but actually with the embodiment of being grounded. And there's so much freedom in this inner peace. My goodness, your thoughts are no longer no longer dictating you. You're no longer feeling overwhelmed by your emotions. You can actually step back and choose how you want to respond. And when you start to understand how incredible getting quiet is, you begin to crave it. Truly, you begin to crave this peace. And whatever that peace means for you, but also even even the traditional piece of quite literally silence in your brain and silence in your body and just feeling completely at ease. And of course, it is the most essential piece to mediumship or really any practice as a light worker. And if we don't allow ourselves to be quiet, we 
can't effectively do our work and not only for others but even for ourselves if you listen to episode seven with Darby we talk about how light workers we actually have more work to do as we step into the light and embody the light and with that I mean, my goodness, like we are not only serving ourselves, we are also working to serve the light and heal others. And it is just so, so imperative that we get quiet and we allow ourselves to receive and be in the seat as a student, um, not only to others, not only to our environments and situations, but also to our innermost thoughts. And when we don't get quiet, we don't let our soul speak. And again, we're not allowing ourselves to be in the seat of healing. As light workers, we, yes, we have healed past the blockages in order to get where we can be to serve spirit, but we are not like, we are not like perfect people. We are not this like clean slate being. We will always have so much work to do. And that's the most beautiful part is we are not only actively serving you and serving spirit, but It just makes the work so much more beautiful because we are actively learning on our own selves and it's so, so fulfilling. So how to quiet your damn mind. I mean, my goodness, this is numero uno and definitely the most important is to connect with your breath. So my goodness, there are so many ways to breathe. Not only as a human being, please breathe through your nose. Um, If you haven't, you should most definitely read Breath by James Nestor, the art of like the study, like the art of like the lost medicine or something. That was like so butchered, but the, the title is Breath and the author is James Nestor. And he is a journalist that travels and researches for, I think, Uh, a decade or more in studying all of the ancient modalities of breathing and how breathing improperly so heavily negatively impacts our health and the beautiful medicine that comes with actually breathing not only properly but medicinally and of course one of my teachings from my most recent class Tony Stockwell who is an absolute legend, go check him out. One of the exercises he led us through was literally breathing. And when we breathe, I mean, think about it. When you are anxious, you're breathing really hollow and you're not using, like, gosh, it's like you're missing out on 99.9% of your lung capacity. I mean, I know that number's wrong, but you know what I mean? And the difference you feel when you have a steady, calm, deep belly breath. Oh my goodness. And so anyways, going back to Tony's lesson, he was literally guiding us through the breath and telling us how or teaching us how breathing distracts the left brain with literally something to do and allows our right brain to tap in and our soul being to come through. And why does this make sense? Because when you, it's like as simple as when you are calm, you can listen. And when you are listening, you are receiving and healing and observing and you are 
growing. And when I am calm and feel I am in my soul connection, I am in my soul story, that is the level and the vibration I am on to not only live a beautiful, fulfilling life, an intentional life, but that's the level that spirit is on. It's soul to soul. So number two, make it a dedicated practice to get quiet and I know it's like kind of it's not like oh how to but when you make it a dedicated practice that's where the work is done you sit your butt down and you meditate and you get quiet and you watch the effect of doing the work go outwards into your life and consistency of that is where you will see change and growth. You watch yourself respond to situations differently. You watch yourself seeking silence when there's too much internal noise and you watch yourself choose peace over distraction. So when you begin to make it a really dedicated practice, it becomes a part of your life and it becomes integrated in your routines and rituals and just in your being as a whole. And there's something about consistency and devotion that is so sacred and so holy. It's like, you know, it's like when you miss out on your routine, you know, on your routine jog or, you know, your morning cup of coffee, you get a little anxious because that's your ritual. That is how you begin the day. And that ritual and that consistency is what brings us peace and you know, it what quiets our mind. And, you know, of course, there's, you know, how, you know, us humans like to get comfortable. And, you know, sometimes, of course, changes, change is, you know, necessary. But when it comes to creating a dedicated practice around getting quiet, and you do it in a way that is devotional to your soul's growth, that's where your mind will just begin to ease and it will find the ease organically. So self-soothing. I used to be someone who would completely be like reaching out all the time and scrambling uh, like all over the place on who could cure me or who, who could like fix me. And I'm not saying to not reach out to your community. I'm not saying to like not call the doctor if you need to call the doctor. But there is such a power and a necessity to need yourself. You need to learn how to self-soothe yourself because then you feel capable. Like quite literally, you feel capable. But it's also just an expression of self-love and really down-regulating your nervous system. So for me, I love to self-soothe by reading, by doing a super lengthy skincare routine with my products, with my gua sha, with face yoga, with reflexology. I love, love, love rubbing, rubbing. I love rubbing my body oils and lotion and I love, you know, putting products in my hair. So if you see a pattern there, it's this self touch. It's this, you know, it's this caressing, it's this rubbing, it's this acupressure, it's this massaging that self-soothes me. And that is really connected to, you know, bada boom, love languages. And 
you know, another way I love to self-soothe is I'm trying to think, you know, one of my um, love languages is quality time and I like to read and work out. And I guess you could say, I mean, those are both that's quality time with myself. When I miss out on that quality time with myself, I know my day is a little more stressful, not as structured. I don't feel as settled. And I think that's why I am so obsessed with my morning routines and my rituals because my quality time to myself is literally the way I am able to take care of me and listen to me and also just spend time in my soul and just be, you know, kind of alone in my own energy, in my own thoughts. And as hard as it is, I'm not perfect. I really stay away from my phone until obviously I turn off the alarm. And then after I work out, I get up and I start doing my thing. But other than that, it's this self-soothing of taking care of myself that literally down-regulates my mind and my thoughts. And it's really up to you what brings you back, whether that's literally stretching or singing or saging or saging or burning sage or palo santo maybe that's I don't know there's so many there's so many beautiful ways to calm your mind I know at least for my little sister when she's super stressed she bakes and that's her way of just finding peace and again your way could be so so different and I think the most important thing, again, about getting quiet is you actually begin to learn what you really, really like and what you don't like. And I think that's just the beautiful part. You just get to understand you. So structure your way. So I say structure your way because we are all multi-dimensional beings that have different ways of thinking and functioning and responding. My way of structuring and organizing may be appalling to you and that's totally okay or vice versa. And I want to honor mine and honor your unique practice of doing things. So honestly, I believe structure is medicine. Structure actually gives you freedom. Why? Because when your mind is not tethered to anxiety and distraction of figuring out what to do or where to start, what to do next, of not getting anything done, you're actually given the space to literally step into something and just go. It's like, okay, 10 o'clock this, go. And it feels kind of nice. And it's just like anything, um, for instance, a funny example my mom and I like always talk about is puppies and babies are literally the same. When you get a puppy, you have to train it and give it structure. And without it, they're absolute chaos. Same with babies and kids. When you raise them without structure, they're absolute chaos. Adults and babies and dogs are no different when it comes to needing structure. You can actually think clearly instead of acting out. You can actually live intentionally without feeling untethered. And you can actually bring everything you have into your day instead of feeling paralyzed on what to do where to begin. So last but not least, clean your damn space. And that's your room, your kitchen, your bathroom, your shower, your desktop, your phone, dusting, whatever that means to you. 
your space totally affects your mind. And I, I don't know. I mean, for people who are messy, like it's not that I don't love you. I totally, I have some of my best, best friends that are like literal slobs and they're just gorgeous human beings and I'd give them a limb. But I, I know at least for me, I couldn't imagine my mental state if my room was dirty. And at least for me, it feels like not only like the space actually having space because it's clean, but it's the literal act of cleaning. You can really make it this super meditative, I'm wiping away my negative thoughts or, you know, making your bed. You're like, I'm setting a clean slate for today. You can like clean your space, but also make it creative and make it really intentional. And you also just it's nice. Like you look around and you're like, damn, my place is pretty. Like where has this been all my life? Or even just cleaning up your phone and making sure your desktop is clean. I know what I've done is I've categorized my apps into little folders on my desktop. I've cleaned up some apps that were taking up a lot of battery I don't know what else I pretty much begin every day on my computer with like a fresh kind of window if that makes sense like you know I don't really like to have a million tabs open it actually really stresses me out so again we're all totally different but I urge you to clean your space I urge you to clean you know your fridge your you know make your bed just organizing is so beautiful and it's not rigid it's not vain and it's not obsessive it's actually self-care and it's actually um appreciating what you have it's appreciating who you are it's honoring your presence and honoring literally what you have down to your books your sheets and your belongings and at least for me, it feels so, so good to just recognize, you know, the power of literally cleaning up my space. And again, that is like physically, but also, of course, we've already discussed mentally. And I really, really hope you enjoyed this. I loved talking about this. And this is kind of semi how I personally clean my mind. Uh, clean my mind. This is how I quiet my mind. And I feel like these are, you know, some tools that I have loved to share with you. And this will also be something as a little teaser, um, a part of a beautiful service that I am building. I am currently creating a spiritual mentorship program where I will not only dedicate six weeks to weeks. Did I say weeks or weeks? Oh my God. Six weeks to helping you tap into your divine gifts and spiritual growth, but really allowing you to um, create this space of groundedness and no longer feel overwhelmed or anxious or like what the fuck's going on, but actually like, all right, I'm in the driver's seat and I can choose my thoughts. I can choose how I want to react today because as someone who is deeply empathetic and who has quote unquote gifts, Sometimes you aren't you like I used to not really be able to choose how I felt because I was absorbing others and that's how I felt for the rest of the day. You know what I mean? Um, I also will be giving you 
Um, not only lesson plans, uh, with the in-between sessions that we have, but I will also be creating custom lesson plans for you based on your spiritual path and where you are because again, we are all so, so different. So anyways, this is just a piece of what you will receive in my spiritual mentorship. I am so, so excited about it. And again, stay tuned for it. It is in the works. And actually, fun fact, my business coach, Kendra, is my guinea pig. So I'm really, really excited about it. And you guys are awesome. Thank you so, so much for being here with me. And I cannot wait to, again, just keep coming back and keep serving you. Please let me know what you resonated with. Please let me know if there's something that you learned or something that you also do that you're like, oh my gosh, yes, absolutely. I would love to hear about it. Either DM me or leave a comment um, in this post or even, I don't know, post a story, go crazy, do whatever you want. Anyways, I freaking love you guys. Thank you so, so much. And I will see you next time.